mothers. And you know, Charlotte, what she said up here, she's, she's speaking my message this morning, that we have a legacy to leave. And that's what I'm going to talk about this morning. <laughs> Mothers, be who God called you to be. Don't try to be anyone else but the mother that God designed you to be. You have a very high calling in life, and that is to raise your children, and that makes you an extra extraordinary person, extra extraordinary. Just who are mothers? They are the most interesting people in the whole world. Only a mother can powder a baby's behind with one hand and and answer the phone with the other. Only a mom can discern which teen is entering the door just by the sound of the key in the lock. Only a mom can spend the day wiping noses, washing 12 loads of laundry, balancing a checkbook, and still can say at the end of the day, Thank you, God, for my kids. Some things only a mom can fix, and that's hamburger helper without the hamburger. The dress that didn't fit. Broken shoelaces, broken hearts, and breakouts on the face. Only a mom can handle that. Moms can give correction with just one look from their eyes. I did some of that this morning. (laughs) grandmas can do that too they can calm a storm that was brewing in the house with just one hug or a kiss on the cheek they can bring peace to a hurting heart their presence actually brings joy into the room their love grows more every day always increasing and never ending isn't that right Charlotte Always increasing, never ending. Their hands can clean up the biggest messes and tackle jobs no one else would ever touch. They're the best teachers in all the world, and they're always there for you, even during the long night hours. That's who a mom is. Psalms 139, 13 through 14 says, You wove me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes, babies can be fabulous. A baby is a small member of the family who can make your love grow stronger, your days shorter, your nights longer, and your pocketbook smaller. Oh, babies, I like the way they come into your hospital room all wrapped up so tightly in a white blanket that they look like a little cocoon. I like the way they look in their baby beds for the very first time when you tuck them in, but they look so small in that baby bed, you decide to take them to your room instead. I like the funny expressions they make while they're dreaming and dozing and how they crack that awkward, crooked smile. I like the way they yawn with their whole bodies and stretch their little arms out. I like the way they love you more than anyone else in all the world. 
I like the first time they reach their arms out to you. I like having the option not to lay them down, but instead deciding to rock them for two hours. I like how little girls think pink chiffon dresses are divine and little boys wear their cowboy boots with their shorts. I like the way little girls prefer umbrellas and little boys prefer puddles. I like how your children like you even better when they're grown and they will have children of their own someday. (laughs) I like how your children find out the joys and the trials of motherhood and realize what you went through to raise them. It was sad getting this message together this Mother's Day because this is the first Mother's Day um, without my mom. She always liked me to preach on Mother's Day um, because I always said something nice about her. (laughs) And she would come and hear the message and usually get the flower for the oldest mother. She liked that too. Even when she couldn't come anymore to church, she would ask me to get a copy of the message and bring it back to her, and she'd listen to it. And I believe, somehow, I'm going to believe that God's going to allow her to hear this message this morning. I believe that. My mom was a good mom. She taught me about Jesus every night. And this was an every night affair. I'm not talking just every so often, but it was a ritual. It was something we did every night. She would gather all three of us children together in the living room. Her and Dad would read Bible stories to all three of us. I have wonderful memories of those days uh, and nights. I, I would either sit on the couch or sit on the floor around her chair And I'd look up and I'd hear these stories from this wonderful book. And it was a big picture Bible. It had had pictures of all the stories. And uh, she always had some kind of a uh, picture to show us so that we could visualize what she was reading about. And uh, it had big pictures of the stories she was telling. And I'd get so excited because I wanted to hear you know, what was going to happen in the story. She would start off reading the, the Bible story with all excitement in her voice and get about halfway through it. And she'd slowly start to fall asleep. See, I never could understand why my mother would fall asleep. And now I do. Because mothers, they go 90 to nothing all day long. And they just get tired when they finally sit down at the end of the day. And they're tired. And that's why mother would fall asleep. But here mother was. She'd start off so excited with the Bible story. And she would start off, Daniel was thrown into the lion's den. And God closed the mouth of the lion. Oh, we would all laugh and scream and try to scare her, you know, and wake her up. And sometimes even Dad had to finish the story. But I remember her also going around the house singing. 
And, and she would sing songs from church. She'd sing all these good old hymns. And, and one of the songs she taught me was Jesus Loves Me at a very young age. You know, the other day, and I've done this for months now going through her stuff, but the other day I was going through her record player. And I was cleaning it out, and I came across a record she had made of me singing. I was about two years old. Now, back then, if you wanted to record something, you had to go to the recording studio and make an actual record. It wasn't like anything you've seen here today, kids. It's an actual record. Now, there was a dog in this studio, and I guess I wanted to play with the dog. So in this recording, you're going to hear it's kind of scratchy, but in this recording... You can hear me saying, touch the doggy. I wanted to play with the doggy instead of singing. Mother was encouraging me to sing louder. So let's listen to that now. Here's me singing it to it. Jesus loves me. I sound like Donald Duck in there. <laughs> She's want me to sing louder. That's a bad recording. Okay, well, in the original, it didn't sound quite like Donald Duck. <laughs> I did actually sound pretty good for two-year-old, but uh, uh, there, you know. So that's what we had to do in, back then: is go to, you know, to record somebody. And she, I came across that, so I thought y'all would get a good laugh off that. <laughs> But Mother, she poured her soul out to us three kids in prayer. She wanted us, she wanted to support us, encourage us, she taught us, and she gave us to God. That's so important, mothers, to give your children to God. Her godly legacy was passed down to me, and from me to my girls, and down to my grandkids and my great-grandkids. Our children will inherit our godly legacy. These are a few of the things. I'm going to have Marion pass out um, a handout I have for you and uh, get somebody to help you. But these are a few things that I wanted to you to see that God, the other day, it's been about two weeks, the Holy Spirit has been giving me a list of things. And as he'd give me these lists, he might give me five or six a day, and I'd write them down. And these are in the order of the Holy Spirit, that, uh, as, as the Holy Spirit gave them to me. And I want to give one to all the mothers. Uh, I don't have, I, let's see how many we have. Let's make sure all the mothers get one, and um, single fathers, uh, you know, make sure. And then... Um, 
There's two papers. Marion's handing out one. And does everybody have, make sure you'll have two copies of different papers? Okay. Okay. Um, if you don't have one, raise your hand. If you don't have two. Okay, there's one more over here. Two, three, three people over here. If somebody doesn't get enough, I can make some after church. Does everybody have two copies? I should have stapled those together. Charlotte doesn't have another copy. Okay. Okay, teach them. That's what I felt God told me to teach them. Are afterwards and sit down and discuss these topics. Because our children need to know what we believe so it will be passed down to them and leave this legacy with them so they will know how to respond when the pressures of life and everything come upon them as adults. So, you know, um, it's said that most children learn within the first five years of life. But we have them at our home. (coughs) Excuse me. For 18 years. And uh, we have this time that God has given us to teach them. And don't waste it, you know. Don't waste time teaching and and telling them about God. Uh, We never stop learning. We always are going to be learning. Even until the day we die, we're going to be learning from God. You know, we as mothers and grandmothers can't do this job without wisdom from God. Knowing his wisdom and trusting in it. Being a mother is the most important role on earth. Mother's words are never fully forgotten. Their touch leaves an indelible print. And the memory of their presence lasts forever. You know, with so many tragedies in the news nowadays, we hear of one more the other day about the three girls they found. Uh, that was kidnapped and held hostage for 10 years. One of the things that was said that they found out, one of the girls said uh, that every once in a while, this man would go and buy clothes for them. But they didn't, they'd outgrow their clothes. And and she didn't have, they didn't have the clothes, enough clothes for them. And she was taught by her mother how to sew. And uh, she took, she cut up the old clothes and would piece together. She would outfit, put, make outfits for these other girls and herself. And she would cut up those old clothes, those rags, and piece them together and make clothes for those girls. And her mother taught her that. You know, one thing that stood out to me back when they found J.C. Dugart, she said in an interview, 
She said, I never forgot what my mother taught me. I never forgot what my mother taught me. Spend every day teaching. Teach them something that will be a lasting forever in their life. How important is our role as parents, as mothers and fathers? How important is our role? There is no other. There is no other thing that is more important. The word says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. You know, this was true in J.C.'s case. She's turned out to be a wonderful mother, a wonderful girl, a wonderful woman. And I pray it was true in these three, three girls that was held captive that they found. Mothers have wonderful calling to shape the future of our country. We have, we have this calling to shape right here in this crowd, right here today. Your unselfish commitment to motherhood has never been more important to our nation. Never has been more important to our nation. You are teaching and shaping future leaders. You are shaping here today future presidents of companies, preachers, missionaries, teachers, principals, governors, senators, Congressman, even maybe a future president is in this room. And you're shaping mothers and fathers, which is the most important. This is your legacy. Talk about a challenge. This role is the most difficult, but it is the most rewarding in all the world. There's nothing like your child giving you a big hug and telling you, I love you, Mom, with all my heart. I want to read a special little uh, poem. This is one of the handouts I handed you. It's called A Special Angel. Up in heaven, a child was ready to be born. The child asked God, I know you are sending me to earth tomorrow, but how can I survive there? I'm so small and helpless. God replied, I've chosen a special angel for you there. She will love you and take care of you. Here in heaven, Lord, though I don't have to do anything but sing and smile, what will I do on earth? I won't know how to sing the songs down there. God said, your angel will sing for you. And she'll teach you how to sing. And you'll learn to laugh as well as smile. Your angel and I will take care of you. But how? How will I understand what people say to me? I don't know a single word of the language they speak. Your angel will say the sweetest things you will ever hear. And she will teach you word by word how to speak what you hear. 
And when I want to talk to you, your angel will gently place your hands together and teach you. That's the simplest language of all. It's called prayer. But who, God, will protect me there? Your angel is soft and gentle. But if something threatens you, there is no stronger force on earth than the power she'll use to defend you. I'll be so sad not getting to see you anymore, Lord. I will always be next to you, even though you can't see me. And your angel will teach you the way to come back to me if you stray. Then it was time to go. Excited voices could be heard from earth, anticipating the child's birth. In a hurry, the babe softly asked, Oh, God, if I must go now, please tell me my angel's name. And God replied, You will call your angel Mama. So, mothers, this morning, you are that special angel that God created for a special purpose on this earth. And that special purpose is none other than to raise your children. And I just want all the mothers to stand right now. And all the future mothers... And all the grandmothers, there we go, amen. And I'm going to pray over you girls. And that means, okay. I want the girls to stand too. They're going to be future mothers too. That's what the Holy Spirit just told me. All the mothers, the girls that don't. And not married. Come on. They're going to be mothers one of these days. Okay. Now, men, y'all standing beside them. Y'all put your hands on them. And then I want everybody to have somebody touching them. Dorman, I want every, all the men to get up and lay hands. And I'm going to lead y'all in a prayer. Everybody have somebody praying for you? Lord, you knew when you sent Eve to Adam that, God, you were sending the the one that would be the most nurturing and the loving, caring mother that you you created her out of the Adam's rib, and you created her to be that uh, next to his heart, the rib that was next to his heart. Lord, you created her to care and love, and to give out where there's nothing. Sometimes even even left in her body to give out. You created a mother. And God, I just thank you right now for your blessing and your anointing upon every mother and every future mother here this morning. And God, I thank you for pouring out your precious anointing power upon them and giving them 
supernatural strength and power to fulfill their job every day, every hour, when it seems like they can't go anymore. Give them that supernatural strength and power. God, anoint them with wisdom. Lord, anoint them that they will know exactly what to say and what to do every time that there is a need in their family. Give them that supernatural wisdom from you, O God. And God, I thank you for your... uh, for just pouring out upon us right now that love, that love from you, God. Because without your love and without your strength, we can't do this. And Lord, let them realize that this is not just a a humdrum job of every day. Uh, Some days it just seems like it's just hard. But, God, that they are going to see the good in what they're doing and that they're going to see the future and that they are implanting and, uh, and giving their girls and their boys a legacy to walk into. And, God, I thank you that they're going to teach these things, all of these things that you gave to me, that they will teach them. You will help them teach they're children of all of these th- principles of the word. And I just praise you and I give you the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. Blessings. Amen. You are dismissed. <laughs>